Welcome to the Brody Sattva Podcast. I'm Enoch Daniel. Like a lot of men of a certain age, my good friend Sosh and I have felt a sense of dissatisfaction. We're settled and successful, but we also have our struggles and personal demons. For the past couple of years, we've been on a journey to become better men. By that, I mean better husbands, better fathers, better human beings, just better at this thing called life. And now we've decided to share that journey with you and invite you along for the ride. We'll be speaking with each other, as well as others with wisdom to share, and hopefully some of you. We're here to ask the important questions, such as, how can we be better men and still tell dick jokes? And what can a couple of bros learn about the path to enlightenment anyway? Let's find out and become better together. Get jacked on mindfulness, philosophy, mental health, and connection, starting right now. I'm covering up my face right now because I feel like I want to hide. I have a lot of resistance to publishing our latest conversation for the podcast. Sosh and I have discussed it at length. And in the end, we decided we want to be open and honest and vulnerable with you our audience, we're showing you the full money, warts and all. In fact, I think warts and all is going to end up being the title of the episode. The conversation opens with Sosh talking about his nascent comedy routine. He's trying to develop a tight five minutes of material. From there, we get into some pretty raunchy jokes and stories, so um, trigger warning? I guess it's definitely not safe for work. We're sort of putting the bro in Brody Sattva. The rest of the conversation mostly deals with my struggles and frustrations with the pandemic, specifically the Delta wave, which was peaking at the time and the decision of whether to send my kids back to school or not. I was a bit drunk and got drunker as the half hour went on. You can hear the ice rattling in my glass. If I sound a bit unhinged, it's because I was. This was right before I called a break for the podcast and also any other extraneous activity in my life. I really needed some time to reset and get my head straight. Honestly, no one should listen to this. I'm sure you have better things to do. But if you're still interested, tune in. It's not pretty. But there we are, warts and all. I uh, have just given up on trimming it and just letting it kind of go wild. I, I need some mustache wax. Yeah, just get you some smegma. Right? <laughs> you know, smegma is like is like dick gunk, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's the reason I used it. I need to find an uncircumcised guy, and then I can yeah. just dig under there and get it. That's a good plan. Get it, get it. <laughs> So I was, I've been working on the Type Five, and um, really, yeah. And uh, one of one of the bits, um, the next door neighbor where we did a poker a couple of times, he was telling us a story about why he loves uh, "Give Me Three Steps" by Skinner, because uh, you know any any chance to um, sing the, the praises of Skinner, you know, I, I do it. 
just go out of my way. I'm like, think about it, guys. Fucking like the 70s. He's, uh, he's, you know, fucking Yahoo rednecks from Jacksonville, Florida. And they're over here talking about gun control. And, uh, you know, equality and shit like that. Anyway, he's like, yeah, give me three steps, man. That's my favorite Skinner song. I was, I just kind of looked at him and was like, yeah, it was mine too when I was like five. You know, like, what's you the remember, deal with... You remember Ashley from college? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Ashley, every time she got drunk, would, like, talk about that song. She's like, I love this song. Like, he just wants three steps, y'all. That's all he wants. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, well, Barrett's got a uh, a really really nice um, personal story to that, and uh, basically he was uh, I think it was like some like sixteen at a party or something, and uh, she asked him, "What's your?" Fa-? He goes, "I love Leonard." Or he goes, "Yeah, I like Leonard Skinner." He goes, "What's your favorite Skinner song?" He goes, and he just thought of, "Give me three steps," and she goes, "All right." She gave him a hand job because it wasn't Sweet Home Alabama. Nice. <laughs> so that song's always so I was like So that is forever his favorite Skinner song <laughs> for nothing else. So I'm just trying to see it so and trying to work it out with the um the getting it into the set is so now I can just kind of see this this girl like I mean that's her bar and it's set that low. She's gonna like get worn out. Like if she ever goes to a Skinner song, it's gonna be like Free her! She's gonna be like, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn it! You know, how did Curtis Lowe? You know, but I gotta, I gotta work, I gotta figure out how to, how to, to build that up and, and yeah, sell sure. that. That's know, great. That's great. It reminds <laughs> me of uh, a Memphis story. Uh, there was a guy in Memphis a couple years back who his girlfriend broke up with him, and he <clears throat> showed up at the bar where she worked. And lit himself on fire in the parking lot and killed himself. Um, this, this is starting off real bad. No, it's a funny story. <laughs> no, and then, so Rudner was telling me about this story, and he was like, "He's like that guy. He killed himself because he believed that that woman was the best pussy in the world." And I said, "I said Rudner, I think you're taking the wrong." Uh, you're getting the wrong idea here. The, the fact is that pussy must have been dynamite. We got to go find that girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a joke when Amanda was going to um, grad school. Uh, one of the friends, um, you know, there was a tight. They were a tight knit Catholic group. That she got in with. She's not Catholic. That's interesting little sidebar there. But I mean, these these guys like went to, a bunch of them went to high school together, but. They all went and just hang out there, hung out there. And these people, like, continued to hang out well into their 30s, not getting married. It was it was kind of a strange, like, eclectic mix of Catholics. Except there was one who continued to, like, change everyone she dated. And so the joke with the other dudes was she must have the golden vagina, the one promised by God, um, because... And, but like all the dudes that would sit there and be like, yeah, she's got, you know, blah, 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 must have this golden pussy or something. Like every single one of them ended up dating her and every single one of them ended up just like getting all weird and, and you know, not talking to anybody and just doing whatever the fuck she said. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. I was always curious. I was like, I'm out. 
Doesn't seem like there's much there, but I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, try anything once. <laughs> mm. How's school going this week for your kids? School's going pretty good. Um, so, you know, JT the Brick is hitting the, uh, the course. And I guess uh, I guess he's starting to feel the, the testosterone because he's, like, getting on to the other guys about, you know, just going up to the clubhouse and fucking around. He's like, we go chip putt, okay? I mean, one stroke, we, it could win something for us, you know, or lose something for us. <laughs> I'm over there going... I'm the one telling you to, like, slow your damn swing down and do some basic bullshit. And you're over there going, yeah, okay, guys? we got to quit fucking around here, man. And I'm like... He's either going to be team captain or they're all going to fucking hate him. Yeah. It's <laughs> like that, that end scene in uh, Animal House. <laughs> he was killed by his own... Uh... Own platoon. <laughs> own platoon. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get fragged. Enemy fire. Um, so other than that, but no, it, it's been going neat. Uh, I like how they do it. They have like these A, B days. So they do like block scheduling. It's a little more like college. So it's, it's, is that, uh, sort of to limit the amount of people on campus or no, no, I think that's just, they finally understood. I mean, what about you, but every time I had about two classes in high school that were blocked, um, and they were like, you know, AP chemistry and AP biology. I learned so freaking much. Like, you need two hours. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because usually the teacher just gets into a little bit of, you know, swag. The teacher, she. The teacher, uh, they. Um, you know, kind of get in their groove. And then um, next thing you know, the bell's ringing. You know, so they finally figured, figured it out. Of course, now the teacher sucks. It's really bad, but... <laughs> anyway... Yeah. Um, How about yours? Are they are they masking or what are they doing? Yeah, yeah. We we thank thank Jesus and um, anybody else De you nada. want to. Yeah, De nada. Um, anybody else you want to? They they passed the the mask mandate in our school district, so everybody's awesome. masked up. We don't have some DeSanto bullshit like open, opening up the uh, the thirty five hundred dollar treatment. Um, what is that, damn? So, so DeSanto's going around and like making sure that these centers get opened up or and have money or something so that you can get that treatment with the antibodies and mm-hmm. uh, for, for like thirty five hundred dollars a pop. But he refuses to push getting mass vaccinations. So no, no, no. <laughs> I know, right? Dude, I'm just I'm so fucking frustrated. Yeah, it is My, a frustrating time. So, you know, we're in Texas, and our governor has outlawed mask mandates. Right. And some school districts are fighting him, but it's going through the courts right now. And it's just... And I'm, I'm, we live in solid red Trump country. Mm-hmm. And, like, there are way more conspiracy theorists in this town than I ever knew. And, like, and, and some very virulent anti-maskers. And, like, you know... Sarah went to the meet the teacher and one teacher was wearing a mask and she and maybe a dozen other people out of hundreds was wearing a mask. And it's just, it's a, it's a fucking COVID party. It's like when we were kids and they sent everybody to go get chicken pox. Like that's what we're doing. 
It's fucking crazy. So we're keeping our kids home. Like Sarah's just gonna homeschool them for now. Um, well, and I'm just so does. frustrated. Like my oldest yeah. is a sixth grader. She was so excited to be the big kid on campus. Um, you know, she's in this advanced math program. She's supposed to be bussing over to the junior high every day or middle school every day to get extra math lessons. And that's kind of fucked up. I mean, it's fucking up my family, man. You know, yeah. we, they've been out of school for a goddamn year and a half. I was so excited for them to go back. And now cases are worse now than they were a year ago this time. Yet yeah. we have removed all fucking protective measures. And right before we get on here, I just got an email from the school. There's a fourth grader and there's a sixth grader out with COVID. Mm-hmm. I mean, Delta variant don't give shit if you got the shot. You know, I mean, it's, they just, well, I mean, it's an elementary you. school. So yeah. nobody's got the fucking shot. That's right. None of them. You know, right. they're all kids. They can't. Yeah. So I, I feel like we're like sending them off like sacrificial goddamn lambs. Yeah. Only the and strong I just, shall like, survive. I know, like, it drives me crazy. These people, I know they love their children. Yeah. But either they just don't believe it, or they've just all given up and said, well, fuck it, we're all going to get it, might as well get it now. I, I mean, I, our our community is, like, it's drowning in COVID cases. You mm-hmm. know, and it's 95% unvaccinated people. My yeah. hospital, every day, it's a question of whether I'm going to be able to operate or not. Right. Because we're so goddamn full. Yeah. I had to delay a cancer patient's care for a week because we didn't have a fucking bed to put her in. Meanwhile, right. I've got to argue with people in the community about putting on a fucking mask. So, tell me how you really feel. I think this is a good time for meditation. Maybe some yoga? Maybe some yoga. <laughs> how about some heroin? <laughs> I am so pissed off. I'm I just... know. And it's like every time. Sorry, I had to scream into the mic. That's cool. Uh, I think it mostly just affected me. Sorry. It's okay. You got to get that out, man. It's an extremely, extremely frustrating time right now. I've, um, you know, on a personal, um, very selfish, self-centered note, I have begun to go work at the um, local library because they came down from the top and said, no, can't, you know, we can't even do the um, stacked, like, hybrid. We we're going to do, like, a hybrid. Uh, someday, some people come in these days. And we're all vaccinated, but, you know, corporate said no. And um, it's not actually my company. It's the company that we work for. You know, where they're our customers, and they're the ones that said no. So I, I talked with uh, my my supervisor, and I was like, because she is, you know, she's my personal Jesus. I think they wrote that song about her. Um, she rocks and, like, constantly sits there and goes, hey, how are you doing? I mean, like, no, I mean, I'm not talking about work. I'm just talking about your mental health because yeah. she's very aware of, of everything. And um, I said, you know, not good. Really not good. And this is just getting to a point where it's just, I know I should just look around and go, this is like a sign of privilege. This is a sign, you know, this is becoming the new, you're driving a Mercedes if you get to work from home. And I'm like, I can't do this. This is, this is starting to break me. And maybe I just ought to suck it up and, you know, just like learn a, a different way. 
but instead I'm going to try something different, and that's uh, about three days a week. I'm going to go down to the local library and set up shop with uh, mm-hmm. the homeless people. And, um, they're real nice and quiet, mm-hmm. but um, I've done them a couple of times, and I get about four hours of just really good. It's just, it's like when we go to the library to study. I couldn't, you know, you know, did you ever see me study in my room? No. I'm going to say no. <laughs> I think I studied in your room a couple of times, maybe, or jerked off. I can't remember. Anyway, <laughs> what's the difference? <laughs> um, <laughs> they had about the same effect, really. They did, really. Things, things stuck. Um, but, you know, I'd, go, I'd have to go to the library. I just need, if I'm going to go and be studious, I'm, I need to change my environment. I, it's really difficult to work here because, oh, I've got all this Dungeons and Dragons crap right over here. Oh, I've yeah. got all these golf clubs over here. Golf yeah. balls. You know, it's just, there's no oh, one here. Oh, oh, there's that project I've been putting off. I could go do that. Right, right. It's like, oh, yeah, uh, I need to do the dishes real quick. Then I'll halfway do the dishes, and then I'll remember it later. I've got to save this bumblebee who's who's caught in my, uh, my fence, or, uh, screened-in porch. <laughs> Yeah, I had uh, I had scheduled yesterday off because it was the first day of school with the plans that we'd take the kids to school. It was all going to be a fun day. But then, of course, we didn't take them to school, so we all slept in, and then we went like shopping. The kids wanted some new clothes, and we took them to the, the ninja gym, which was fucking empty because, you know, everybody was at school, which was kind of great. That is nice. Um, yeah. Um, Did you break any boards or... Like and it should have been like a, you know, it should have been a nice day, but it wasn't. It was just, I'm fucking sad. Yeah. And that won't go away. That sadness, the stress, that just this overbearing, whatever it is, it just won't go away. I'm sad and, and I'm fucking angry. Like, what do I do with all this goddamn anger? I'm just so fucking angry. Yeah. And maybe I'm leaning into the anger because it feels better than the sadness. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe NPR did a whole segment on it. Oh, yeah. yeah, like two or three days worth of uh, COVID anger. Yeah, and... fuck them too. <laughs> exactly but... right. <laughs> so uh, next up on uh, all things considered is talk, talk amongst yourself. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay, it's COVID anger. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take the anger. We're going to make it into this uh, Etsy project. Then we're going to really, really, really put all of our effort into transforming the anger into an artistic project. And the project can be anything that you want. It could be a coffee mug. Or maybe it could be a painting. It doesn't have to be anything in particular. But if you do it right, then it should transform all that frustration and anger into a happy, happy project. In Fuego! This is uh, is weird, guys. Got them on the spot here. Probably should start singing. Just a small town boy. Living in a lonely world. 
Oh, oh, good, good, he's back. You know, and I understand that as human beings, as homo sapiens, we're really terrible at judging risk, you know, mm-hmm. at weighing positive versus negatives and making an informed decision. We're just bad at it. Um, mm. yeah, there's tons of research that shows that we're just really terrible at it. But also, like... We can't understand basic science and fucking math. Yeah. And like, we don't pay not... attention. We don't pay attention to, to history either, man. Because we did this with polio. This is how we beat polio. We got vaccinations. You know? I mean, it's just uh, basic math, basic science, basic history. I mean, the oh. only reason we ever had an argument about the MMR vaccine when people were saying that it was causing autism and all this shit is because the vaccines were so goddamn effective that nobody remembered how bad measles, mumps, and rubella was because nobody <laughs> fucking gets it anymore. Right. And that was, and you know, and I have a problem with that too. Cause it's like, goddamn, that one freaking study, one study, and then the guy comes back and they prove it was a junk study. It was a small study. Oh, he and went to fucking back. jail. Yes. Like he went to jail. But it doesn't matter. That dude left a watermark that will not go away. And you cannot convince people otherwise. And you're just looking at him going, dude, I have so many studies that effectively prove there is no connection, there's damn near no correlation with autism and fucking vaccines. I, it's just, it's, it's easy, and they don't want to hear it. Meanwhile, I found myself getting in arguments online with people, which is always a fruitful endeavor. Yeah, you um, should stop yeah, that. Arguing with strangers on Twitter, that's, uh, that is always going to make you feel better and leave you in a better mental space afterwards. I, I highly recommend it. That's true. That's better than meditating and working out. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, doing, and I was accused rails. of being selfish. <laughs> <laughs> doing, doing rails off of a uh, 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 VD-ridden um, hooker of either gender is also really, really healthy for you. Yeah, yeah. There's just, that's just science. Mm-hmm. Selfish. Hold on, I gotta go back to this. You were being selfish. Yes, by thinking that other people should get vaccinated. To which I replied, like, "Oh, I'm okay. I'm selfish. Not the person who's unwilling to take an infinitesimal risk in order to stop a disease that is killing and maiming people all over the fucking world." It's me. I'm selfish. Oh, okay. Okay, I get it. All right. Thanks. Thanks for, po- thanks for pointing that out. Thanks for making me understand better. Yeah, they did. I mean, because I, I don't say the vaccine has no risk. It has no. risk. Sure. There's not yeah. a goddamn treatment we've ever done to anybody. I had some nurse that I grew up with was talking to me about this. She's, she actually, she fucking told me I need to reread my Hippocratic Oath and think about doing no harm. To people because I can't guarantee that there's no harm associated with this vaccine. To which I replied, you obviously don't understand how fucking medicine works. 
because there's not a goddamn thing I've ever done to anybody that carried zero risk. It's about risk benefit analysis. I do that every fucking day. Maybe you as a nurse don't actually have to make any decisions, so you don't, but I do. By the way, um, Enoch does not say that all nurses are bad, by the way. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> he lives and breathes. Yeah, and, and here's the, I mean, here's the thing. Yes, it could, it could have, it, it, it clearly, you could have a bad outcome. Sure, you could. Mm-hmm. It's an infinitesimal risk. I mean, we're we're talking in the, of the hundreds and millions of shots that have been given. Like maybe a dozen have had bad outcomes. Like right, a dozen out of millions, right. as opposed to the goddamn disease, which is killing people left and right, people they know. And and they, then they're like, well, we don't know what the long term outcome is. And like, you're right, we don't. You know, you might have. You know, three years from now, I might grow a new set of nipples and an asshole asshole out of my belly button, and I'll be sorry I took the vaccine, I guess. But what we do know is historically, there's not a goddamn vaccine ever invented that had a bad outcome outside of six weeks. Not one. Not one! (laughs) So, odds are, it's going to be just fucking fine. And you know what we do know? Is that long COVID fucking exist? And there's, you know, 30% of people who catch COVID are going to have neurologic deficits. 30%! That's a lot, y'all. Uh, we're going to go with the basic It's in the now. teens for heart problems or long-term lung problems. I mean, it's like there are, even if you don't die, there are real serious long-term outcomes. And we don't even know how bad they're going to get or how long they're going to last. It's bad, y'all. It's real bad. Enoch's in a bad place because of it, too. And so just go take a shot. I guess that's what we're saying. That, that's really all we're saying is just go get a shot. Really, I guess what I'm really saying is, like, this is just hard. It's really Man, hard. I'm just, I'm so fucking done with this. And my community I live in, most of the people feel like they can just pretend it's not happening and go about their lives. And I don't have that luxury. I know. And it's really frustrating to feel like I'm the only person who gives a shit. My family are the only ones who are still sacrificing and trying to keep ourselves safe. Yeah. And if people would just take really minimum, minimal effort, my kids could be safe. And I could yeah. send them to school. Yeah. But we just refuse to fucking do it. It's flat out. You're not taking, you're not going to make me wear a mask because uh, next you're going to come after my gun and my Bible. And then that's communism. I've, I've had the communism one a couple of times too. And so it's just, it's like you said. Oh, man, yeah. I've heard people like, tell me you put, first you're putting on a mask, next thing you know, they're loading you into a boxcar. Okay. Okay. I, I want to be on that boxcar, by the way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because I got a feeling it's going to be with a bunch of people of a similar, similar, similar uh, mindset as myself, vaccinated and probably wearing a mask. I feel very alone in my community. Yes. You know, it's very lonely. Yes, I, I think you do um, more so than I do. I'm, I, when I get outside of the like two or three square mile here, um, then I start noticing people not wearing masks nearly as much. But 
just like in my Kroger or, or, or something like that. For the most part, people are still doing it, still putting the mask on. Now, it's not like it was last year when the mask mandate was going, even though there was no teeth behind it. You just say it's law, and these people that are so like, suddenly it starts working. And I'm not saying it's those people that are got all this anger and vitriol. It's it's the uh, it's the, the mindless ones, I guess. I don't know who it is, but it's the same people will not wear a mask if it's not a law. And it's just it's strange and it's frustrating, and I can't imagine how that would be for you. Yeah, so the the tweet that got me in trouble was I said something along the lines of, like, I'm so happy to live in a world where your personal freedoms can fuck up my whole world. <laughs> that's, uh, and, you know, I don't know why people took offense to that. I don't, I, that's see. not, I mean, that's not confrontational or agitating at all. That's, like, just, just a <laughs> recent, well thought out point I was making. <laughs> We got to get you up to New York quick, man. As all <laughs> as all tweets are, that's it was you know reason debate because that's what you do online. Yeah, that's what you do online when it's anonymous and you've got uh, 144 characters to do it with. Yep. 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 So, did you do the? Uh, so you've had your meeting, right? I haven't. No, you're supposed to. I've had mine. I thought you already did yours. Oh, you already had yours? Yeah. I didn't okay, tell me about it. Dude, tell me rocks. about it. First off, Michael Miller is such a beautiful man. And that Oh, it was Michael? You actually yeah. talked to Michael? Yeah, he he got on so what it is is it's just a little Zoom Zoom session and there's about 30, 35 people that hopped on. Mm-hmm. And uh he, you know, asked you to mute yourself and you just sit there listening to him and he just kind of talks about what meditation does, the benefits of it. And then he talks about the differences between Vedic and, and some of the other ones. Uh, mm-hmm. he, it, it's so it was so much of what he what he did on our podcast. Uh, just kind of like breaks. So did you like you were like boring? Yeah, I, I've heard I, all this before, Michael. He said, "Are there any questions?" You know, and he said, "It's a four day you know program." And I was like, "Is, is lunch included?" <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question. It's a good question. Uh, but actually, I did have a, a, a legit serious question, and that was, you know, um, he talks about how the mantra... How much does it cost? <laughs> dude, that's that's a really cool thing. He does a step system, man, where it's oh, wow. like, um, it's it's in it's in sync with the way they used to do it. It's like, if you had a ton of money, then you brought a lot of money. If you didn't have any money, then you didn't bring any money. I mean, it's... Yeah. He, he, he sets it up and... Wait, he doesn't know I'm a doctor, right? I think he let that one out of the bag pretty quick. Damn so. it. Damn it. <laughs> but remember, I'm, I'm a uh, poet philosopher, so I still got that, I still got that bullshit. So we'll, we'll, you know, we'll both get our price and then we'll, we'll, we'll just we'll split it. We'll split it halvesies. That's cool. Halvesies. We'll split that halvesies. You just take care of the airfare. <laughs> I, I got to fly first class. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reaching enlightenment. So are you still on board? You still want to yes. do it? Yes. Um, so okay. want to do it. Um, okay. There's... Well, I'm, I was gonna, I was waiting on you to get yours done. Well, I thought you were going to do it last week, but then you flaked on it because that's what you do because you're a fucking flake. What? That's um, not me. What? Who, that's not me. Who's that guy? <laughs> who's that guy? Hey, we're doing the best. 
uh, with what we got. Okay, that's what. Um, oh, so anyway, about back to the the meeting, the meditation. Yeah, yeah. He, he described what the mantra was and how it's the vehicle for your mind to take it back uh, to the, the place of, of least thinking, and then it, like a trick, it it charms the mind to follow it. What if you don't disappears. like your mantra? So, you get a special one that is. This, that was kind of like the one thing he was like concrete on. It's yours, and it will fit perfectly. And and it, it was like it, you know and yeah and you know, you um you've met the man you've talked to him for a while. He uh he's not a bullshitter and he wa- and and he really is kind of that person that kind of um doesn't like say things that he. You know, he would he would he would be like, um, you know, I think maybe this or I think kind of that. But when he said that, it was definitely like, oh no, this is it, it's this isn't like you're emitting a blue aura, but maybe it'll be green tomorrow. No, yeah, no, that that sounds like that is the thing. Like, yeah. mean, that that that's what you pay for is right. to get your mantra. <laughs> yeah, and so I then asked the question. I was like, so this mantra, um. So, like, is it, like, your secret name? Like, can you never tell anybody or they'll suddenly have power over you? Like, in a, you know, D&D scroll thing? You're such a fucking nerd. I know. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, excellent question. So, excellent question. And you're like, you're so kind. <laughs> I, said, I knew it was, Michael. I, I knew it was. That's the reason I, I asked it. And he said, um, it's a very, he didn't tell me what his was. I think it's kind of one of those things of, um, kind of like uh, how Catholics don't do communion for somebody who is not Catholic. It's not so much a fuck you as it is you don't believe in this. This is sacred to us, to those who mm-hmm. do believe in it. So I'm not going to give it to you because you have to believe in it and it has to be sacred to you in order for it to work. So, really, I'm taking that a totally different way. I think it's more like a fuck you, you're going to hell. I know, I know. And you can take that way, but I choose not to. I did for many, many years. I thought every Catholic was saying, fuck you, because I didn't believe in transubstantiation. But it turns out, no, son, no, that's not why. They hmm. Now they, they take you back. I'm not going to tell you mine when I get it. I'm not going to tell you mine either. Whatever, we're going to tell each other. Like that night. Yeah, right, right. So In the uh, hotel room in New York. That's right. Boom, baby. We're going to be. So you're still on board. Good. We're going to. Okay, I got I to gotta get mine set up. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll chat with them and we'll figure it out. Yeah, that yeah. sounds awesome. Awesome. Oh, and so the, uh, the mantra, though, um, it is a personal thing, but it's like, there's not, he goes, there isn't like 7 billion of them, okay? There's like a treasure chest. And due to you and the society around you and your bill and all, it's like all these things that go into, it's like Ollivander, you know, picking your magic wand and shit. And he, and I was like, oh, sweet. Did he actually bring up Ollivander? No, I just did that again. Okay, cool. Yeah, I like that. Uh So at the very end of that little thing, though, he said, you know, and then uh, by the end of the four days, you know, you'll, you'll, we'll leave you with this, that, and the other. And I said, oh, good. Because, so it's not like uh, the movie, The Game. It sounds a, a lot nicer, and he, he starts cracking up. And he goes, "No, no, this this is a, a lot more pleasant, and uh, you'll be a lot more rested than uh, after what? the game. The game, like like they're gonna bring you there and hunt you? Yeah, like hunt me? <laughs> no, no. Remember, like uh, uh, with Sean Penn and uh, Michael Douglas, I was uh, 
Uh, oh my god yeah it was shot I remember that one where yeah. it was like uh, the whole world was against him thing right and then all it was, oh my god that was a great movie it's a great movie we just showed uh, I was Jack thinking of the greatest I was, I was thinking of the great the 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 what the deadliest game or yeah the, the... yeah were they hunting humans no no no, yeah. no. but this so <laughs> I said well good that would be an interesting departure if uh if Michael Miller was a cannibal human hunter yeah in this like he's just got that would be a, that would be a real good plot twist yeah <laughs> Yep, didn't see that coming. <laughs> so, did you ask about their mask policy? Uh, I did not. I didn't ask any questions other than the you know the mantra one because like, I was I was really curious. Like, what is a mantra? I mean, I know what a mantra is, but you know, give me an example. So, is lunch included? Uh, didn't answer that one either. I think uh, probably that would be a, a hard no. And uh, uh, well, really... it is New York, so cats is deli, baby. I don't even know what that is, but I'm going to love it. Oh, my God. I've been there. I've been to New York City. I'm just, uh, it's in Chelsea, by the way. The, uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know where that's at. I don't know where Brooklyn yeah, is. Yeah, it sounds Harlem. fancy, though. Yeah. It sounds really cool. I don't know where Uptown is or Downtown. We're going to be, we're staying down in Chelsea, you know? Yeah, Chelsea. <laughs> we're somewhere in the Hamptons sometimes. Okay. Oh, I guess somebody <sighs> wants me. Brother, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to cut this a little short. You know? Okay. Well, I'm gonna stay here in Texas and try to keep hate out of my heart. Try it, baby. And uh, let's uh, let's try and maybe hook up this weekend. And uh, well, no, I tell you what. Let's. When's the next time? When are you uh, scheduled for yours? I haven't scheduled yet. Oh, you're the, you're the worst. I was waiting on you. I wanted to hear if if you were like, "This is bullshit." I'm like, "Well, I'm not doing it." No, no, it's not bullshit. Because I trust you. <laughs> Whatever, dude. I'm like the I'm the I'm the one who gets like. Hey, this sounds like a good idea. Next thing you know, we're in a fucking cult. Ooh, ooh, that's shiny. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. You uh, try to right, keep the try to keep the head out of your heart. Um, you know, keep Texas weird. And um, yeah, baby, take care of yourself. Reach out if you need it. All right, man. I love you. Love you. Well, folks, that's it for today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you learned something. God knows we always do. Don't forget to subscribe so you can continue to follow along on this journey. And please join us. Let's get better together. Or at the very least, 10% less shitty. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and now Clubhouse at True Brody Sattva. That's true, T-R-U. And don't forget to check in at our blog, thebrodysattva.com, to keep up to date on what's going on in our world. As always, this show is written by Enoch Daniel and Sosh Woodbine, and produced by me. And special thanks to Scott Holmes, who wrote our theme music. Until next time, keep working, keep seeking, and keep living that Brody Sattva life. Bye now.